Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas time. It clanged around in the kettle like any other coin, but it was anything but ordinary. In Corpus Christi, Texas last week, a donor placed a coin into the Salvation Army's annual Christmas kettle. Not a quarter, not a silver dollar, not even U.S. currency, but a Krugerrand coin. The coin originated in South Africa. It's made of gold, a nod to another time in the history of that nation. Whatever its face value, the historical importance makes it a rare find. Estimated value, somewhere between $1,800 and $2,000. To that local Salvation Army, the gift will go a long way in providing food and a home for families this Christmas. All thanks to a small coin placed in a black kettle. Believers in Jesus belong to a kingdom that comes in a similar way. A pearl of great price. A treasure buried in a field. It starts out small, even unrecognizable. But once it's found... It's nothing less than our home. One week till Christmas Day. Can you believe it? That race against time is upon us all. Changes in travel plans. Last-minute shopping. It's a race captured well in the movie Home Alone. The music you're hearing now, composed by John Williams for the movie, is called Holiday Flight. And it captures well the moment the family woke up late in Chicago rushed to the airport, and forgot eight-year-old Kevin McAllister at home. Kevin! I made my family disappear. Although in that movie, there ends up being another race with Kevin's mom trying to make it back home to her son by Christmas Day. And though the movie is filled with comedic moments, the ending is rather sweet. Just when Kevin thinks he's spending Christmas alone, mom shows up in the nick of time. Somewhere in My Memory. Another song by John Williams that won him an Academy Award 30 years ago from Home Alone. I'm Charles Morris, and on this Haven Today, as we're thinking about Home Alone the movie, I want to remind you that if you are in Jesus Christ, you'll never be truly home alone. Not even this year. In a moment, I want to share another heartwarming story out of Minnesota that struck a chord with me. A story about someone needing a kidney transplant. And at the darkest moment, when it seemed like no help was to be found, a donor was found, a gift of life received. And this story reminds me of the greatest gift ever given. And of course, I'm speaking of Jesus. We'll look at the book of Titus and how the appearing of Christ can give us all hope this December. And speaking of gifts, I want to suggest those two gift ideas that are Christ-centered and won't be forgotten in 2021. First, we have Phil Vischer's new Laugh and Grow Bible for Kids, the Gospel in 52 five-minute Bible stories. Phil created Veggie Tales, but his passion now is to help everyone more understand the Bible and the story of God's redemption from Genesis to Revelation. The Laugh and Grow Bible would make a wonderful gift to start the new year in God's Word. And second, we still have in our warehouse Handel's Messiah, with lyrics straight from the Bible pointing us to Jesus. Great music to listen to year-round. It was originally written for Easter. 
So for your generous end-of-year gift to Haven today, and thank you to everyone who's already sent their gift, I'd like to send you either the Laugh and Grow Bible for the new year or Handel's Messiah. Now here's the number to call after the program, 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit our website, take a look at some of the sampled pages from the Bible, or listen to samples of music from the CDs, and then make your gift there at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And now, we open, we really open, with the All Souls London Virtual Choir with orchestra and organ, and one of my favorite Christmas carols. Lyrics by Charles Wesley. Hark, the herald angels sing here on this haven today. 
and that was coming from All Souls London. And if you'd like to see their virtual Christmas concert, you can do that this weekend by just visiting allsoulsmusic.org. I'm Charles Morris. Like every Christmas morning, all of the gifts can be a bit of a distraction, but they're meant to remind us of the greatest gift, God's Son, the Messiah. The Father gave him to us. Jesus gave himself to us, not just at his birth, but certainly at his death. And he continues to give by filling us with his Spirit day after day until he comes again. Jesus is the gift that never stops giving. That's why the Christmas season is when organizations around the world tend to receive their most generous donations. It's what people mean by getting in the Christmas spirit, wouldn't you say? We give at Christmas because God in Christ has given us everything. Every once in a while, a story seems to capture that spirit in a special way. This year, Patrick Mertens and his family are experiencing it firsthand. Patrick is 64 years old. He's the custodian at Kimball Elementary School in Kimball, Minnesota. He's been there since 2011, the same year a new third-grade teacher arrived. Her name is Erin Durka. When Erin started teaching at the school, she took her own father's advice. He said that the best thing to do is to become good friends with the very people who work in the school with her. As excited as she was about becoming a teacher, Erin just as enthusiastically pursued her colleagues in friendship. Most evenings, as Patrick made the rounds to Erin's classroom to clean, the two spoke often of their own families. Patrick is a grandpa. Erin, a mother of three younger children. She learned that Patrick's wife, Linda, runs a daycare center from their home. And over the years, Eric enrolled her own kids. These strangers became co-workers. Co-workers became friends. And with Aaron's own children at the daycare, these friends are nearly family. But with the call to friendship comes the call to give. That's a calling that Aaron Durka takes seriously. Back when her first child was born in 2009, Aaron was struck by how fortunate her life was. A home, a job, and now a growing family. It was an epiphany. She just had to give back somehow. For years, she searched for some opportunity to give in a big way. And then this year came, and the opportunity finally arrived. Patrick Mertens found out in 2018 that he would need a kidney transplant. The next year, he began dialysis, but the treatment left him wiped out. Most nights, the active grandfather had to go to sleep by seven in order to keep working his normal hours. Kimball Elementary was supportive, even holding fundraisers for him. But the doctor's opinion loomed over the Mertens family, probably five years left to live if a kidney wasn't found. So this elementary school janitor became another name on a list of 93,000 other candidates waiting for a kidney to save his life. But by the Lord's providence, Patrick Mertens had found a friend in Aaron Durga. Once the idea came to her, there was no turning back. She didn't even know if she was the right blood type, but something gave her a sense that this would work out. And she was right. She took a blood test at home, since the local hospital wouldn't admit non-COVID patients for common tests like that. She was a match with Patrick. Blood type O, the rarest. When Erin arrived at the Mertons' house to tell them her intentions, they opened the door 
to find their friend wearing a shirt with one simple word on it. Donor. Well, it's been several months since Aaron and Patrick had their surgeries. Both are back to work now. Their families have grown even closer than before. And Patrick Merton? He sums up the whole experience like this. It was nothing I've ever felt before. It was a new life. That story out of Minnesota strikes a chord with me. A picture of true friendship. An illustration of what it means to give. When the Mertons' family was at their darkest hour, Aaron Durga appeared and made the most important donation a person could give. She gave a piece of herself, and by doing so, she saved a life. What a gift to celebrate this Christmas. And that reminds me of a passage of Scripture. It's not the first passage that comes to mind when we think of Christmas, but it perfectly explains the meaning of Christmas and points us to the hope of the future coming in Christ. The words of Paul to the younger pastor Titus. Here's what he said. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Titus 2, 11-14 I'm Charles Morris here on Haven Today, and we're calling the program Not Home Alone. There are two appearances in this passage of Scripture. Paul says the grace of God that brings salvation appeared to all. And then he says later that we're waiting for the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's a simple plot line. The Messiah appeared once. He'll appear again. Not a bad way to summarize the meaning of Christmas, wouldn't you say? When Paul uses the phrase appeared to all, he's talking about the first advent of our Savior. That was the first appearance of God's promised King. There among those barn animals, the lowly shepherds gathered around the grace of God bursting into the world. Paul refers to the world as this present age, an age he describes elsewhere as evil. That's the realm Christ came to. He willingly humbled himself, took on our human nature, and came down into this age. What's all that add up to? The greatest gift humankind has ever received. Paul says that Jesus Christ gave himself for us to redeem us, from all our wickedness, and to purify for himself a people that are his very own. At Christmas, we give of our time and resources. We donate cash in black Salvation Army kettles. We donate toys to charity drives. We give gifts to friends and family. This year, Erin Durga gave a piece of herself to save someone else's life. As selfless and encouraging as these acts of giving are, they're mere shadows in comparison to what Christ has given us. He gave himself, all of himself, body and soul, to redeem us. Don't let the hardships of this year distract you. 
Don't let the disappointment of unfulfilled desires keep you from experiencing the truth. Christ gave himself for you. That baby in the manger grew up and laid down his life for you. He was raised to new life and ascended to the Father for you. He poured out his Spirit that you would be filled. And because of this Savior, you are never alone. You are never, never, never alone. How should that transform us this Christmas, one so filled with division and tension? Paul says it points us to the next appearance of Jesus when he comes again. And while we await him, this gift of Christ teaches us to say no to ungodliness. It teaches us to live self-controlled lives. That's why Christ came. It's why he gave himself to redeem us from all the wickedness that so burdens our souls in times like these. Christmas, a week away, it's coming. And as you finish wrapping your gifts, won't you unwrap your heart? Open it to our great God and Savior, Jesus. He's purchased you to make you his very own, his treasure, his delight. With one so tender-hearted towards sinners, how could we ever be alone? He's with us, and he loves us, and he's given us all of himself. Why don't you join me in prayer? We should pray together right now. Our Lord in heaven, it is almost Christmas 2020. And I hope we have a better year in 2021. But one thing we have for sure, the Messiah has come. Those promises that were made even before Jesus was born here on this earth. But then the promise that was kept once Christ was born. And we have the promise to come that Jesus is coming again. And all I can say heading into this Christmas is come quickly, Lord. Many of us have lost loved ones. I was talking to someone on the phone today. Lord, you know that. They had just lost a loved one to COVID and COVID complications. Lord, whatever's going on in our lives right now, may we hear the voice of the Lord speaking to us. May you become more real in us in this year to come. May we share the joy of the Lord with others. And may we all have a Merry Christmas. I pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen.
Balash, and Joy to the World, along with Shop for Joy. This is Haven Today in a program called Not Home Alone. And Christmas is now days away, and before we know it, we'll be starting 2021. I'd like to invite you to help us reach our year-end goal by giving to our ministry. But as a thank you for our gift, I'd like to offer you one of two options. First, we have Phil Vischer's new Laugh and Grow Bible for Kids the gospel in 52 five-minute Bible stories. From Genesis to Revelation, 
These 52 stories are written by the creator of VeggieTales, and they'll point you and your loved ones to the gospel found in all the scriptures. I can't think of a better way for you or someone you love to start a new year reading one of these beautifully written and illustrated stories every week. Or you can even do it faster if you'd like. Second, we still have Handel's Messiah. Two CDs, singing loudly with lyrics straight from the Bible pointing to Jesus. It's more than a Christmas album. He wrote it originally for Easter. So, for your generous year-end gift to Haven today, I'd like to send you either the Laugh and Grow Bible or Handel's Messiah. Shipping's been strange this year with COVID and snowstorms slowing down the mail, but we'll do our best to send you either the book or the two CDs to start you or someone you love, maybe a child in your life, looking to Jesus in a brand new year. Our phone number to call, and please do it right now, 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit our website, take a look at some of the sample pages from the Bible, or listen to samples of music from the CDs, and make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again next time? When again, it won't quite yet be Christmas, and we'll celebrate together the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Sometimes at Christmas, we get so caught up telling the big story of Christmas that we forget the smaller stories right there in God's Word that were happening at the same time. For instance, when's the last time you saw a Christmas card with the elderly man Simeon holding baby Jesus in his arms in the courts of the temple? It's right there in Luke 2, a righteous and devout man. It says that it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Just imagine the joy on Simeon's face as he prophesied over the infant king in his arms, saying, My eyes have seen your salvation. It must have been an incredible moment, and it's one that you can have too. Are your eyes on Jesus today? Take the time to revel in God's great story. Visit GetAnchor.com.